In today's show, we're looking at players who are underperforming in the NBA. Hopefully they can turn it around for the last week of the regular season. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today, we are here to look back at the last week of action. Players that are underperforming, whether it can be changed or not, whether they can fix it. And uh, good luck for the rest of the week. Let's talk about those players right now. First off for Category Leagues. The big avocado, Andre Drummond. Is he underperforming or is he just shit house? Um, it's probably a mixture of both. But this is a bloke who was, to begin this year, putting up like top 30 category numbers. He is, over the last week, the 257th ranked player. Somehow, I don't know how it's possible, but he's shooting it worse than he was in Cleveland. His free throws have regressed. He's not blocking any shots. Don't worry, when he gets to a good team, he'll do it. Um, his rebounds have fallen off. He's not scoring. His usage is down, which is good because he should never have had a usage of over 30% in Cleveland. He just is not good at all. Um, Now, the six points and six rebounds that he's averaging in 21 minutes on 43 and 56% shooting, which is a true shooting of 46%, is obviously utter bullshit, but it does have clearly the chance of, of being able to improve. He is better than that. Now, yeah, I've been pretty critical of him as an NBA player in a, in a long for a long time. But as a fantasy guy, he's usually been pretty solid. At the moment, he is not. But I do think there is pretty significant room for that to improve. Those rebound numbers can get better. He should be able to block more than one shot every three games, is what he's currently doing. And he should also shoot better than 43%. Um, so I, I do think there is a decent bit of improvement there. But you know, there is four games left for the Lakers. Is he must roster? I guess that depends. He is, has, he's going to hurt your free throws. There's the risk he hurts your field goals, and there's a chance he remains terrible. I think you probably still hold, but it's not um, It's not a fait accompli. Aaron Gordon's been dreadful. In fact, over the last month, Gordo's been the 239th ranked player. That's obviously abysmal. Um, the clearest of clear drops for a long time. He's averaging five points per game over the last three games, under six rebounds with one steal in those games. Um shooting 32% from the field. Now, that's going to improve. I have no doubt about that. He's shooting 25% from three over the last month. He's Look, he's just been horrible. Now, when I said that after the trade that he was a drop, um, I didn't expect him to be this bad. I didn't mean he was going to be a drop in 20-team leagues, which is basically where he is at the moment. I didn't think he'd be that bad, but he has been. And there is room for improvement, but now he's also dealing with a calf issue. He's listed as probable for Tuesday. But we do need to be aware that this is he is not going to be a 12-team league guy, I think. Let's talk another one of my favorites, Dylan Brooksy Brooks, who is the 141st ranked player this year. His scoring ability is fine. There is some value in that. But he just hurts in so many other areas. And like Gordon and like Drummond, over the last week, he's outside the top 200. He's still averaging 16 points per game, sure. But 38 from the field and 67 from the line are big, big negatives. He's under three rebounds a game, which is really poor. The 2.5 threes are nice. That's his best category. 
One steal, zero blocks. Like There's just nothing spectacularly good about him. But to say that he is trash is fair. Really, actually, it is fair. But to say that he is this bad for fantasy is not fair. He is better than this. His recent production hasn't been good. He's 194th over the last two weeks, 150th over the last two months. That does not necessitate a must-roster player. But again, you're in the last week. You've got seven days left of a matchup. If you are looking for scoring with a team that's got five games this week, yeah, Brooksy could very easily get you, let's, you know, 80, 80 to 90 points. Maybe. Maybe he gets you 10 to 12 threes, which is useful. Now he hurts you a lot in other areas, but there is still some value in him for this week, purely for the fact that he's playing the five games. Thad Young has been one of the toughest players to work out this year. He is the 98th ranked player this season, despite playing only 24 minutes a game, and it seemed to be when he played fewer minutes, he was better. But over the last week, he's 195th. 10 points, half a three, only one steal. But more importantly, this is one of the things that was weird with Young this season, is his usage went up and his efficiency went through the roof. But he's at 41% from the field uh, over the last four games, 49 over the last eight, and really his fantasy value, his best category this season, which I think people would be surprised at, his field goal percentage. So when it falls off, that's a big dip. He's gone from 57% for the season down to 49% over the last two weeks. And this is a dude that really never had this level of efficiency before. And we are seeing that start to fall off now. And the and the value is hurting. He's outside the top 150 for the last month. He is not a, uh, I don't believe, a must-roster 12-team league player. And the last guy for category leagues we're going to talk about here is Jarrett Allen, who's been pretty solid this season, 77th ranked player. But over the last two weeks, he's outside the top 150. He's 189th over the last week. He's outside the top 120 over the last two months. It's been a bit of a struggle for him. Um, why has it been so bad lately? Just nine points and nine and a half rebounds. But this is a guy that was blocking a lot of shots and he just isn't. 0.8 blocks per game over his last 15 games. 0.8. He was at 1.5 this season. That is, that is a horrendous drop-off. The scoring, he's still averaging 12 and 10, which is right on his seasonal averages, but there's your drop-off. It's halving your blocks. And now, if you look at his last four games, he's shooting just 45% from the field, and that's dropping everything. And his free throws are down to 59%. So everything, everything has tanked. Do I think that he is a holdable player? Yeah, I do. He plays on Monday, but then it's just Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. So you might only have two games that are usable. After Monday, I'm not certain that he is a hold. With how he's playing, he's not. I give him the benefit of the doubt. But after Monday, I might be inclined to move on from him. If you are looking to move on from parts in your car, don't go to a local chain auto store. It's a hassle. You've got to drive there. If your car's broken down, that's a pain in the ass to begin with. You've got to go there. You've got to find the bloke at the counter who's going to serve you. And you've got to find him and make sure he's got the parts that you need. And make sure he's not being an arrogant prick about it as well. Because, you know, we, we know that sort of stuff happens. And you go go there and you get the price and he tells you it's 350 bucks. And you go, mate, 350 bucks? If I'm going to get that part, I can get it from rockauto.com for 215 and, and then he's going to say, mate, I don't think so. And you go, no, I know, I know. I go to rockauto.com and I just search for the parts that I want. And they're right there because they don't charge me different prices based on whether I'm a professional or a do-it-yourself. No, no, no. It's the same price all across the board. Rockauto.com is a family business and they've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com right now to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. And when you see those parts that are available for your car and truck and you're ready to buy them, right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, 
Let's move on to points leagues underperformers. Marcus Smart's been a little bit down, 140th over the last week. Just 23 fantasy points per game. I have pretty high confidence that he's going to bounce back from this. He's averaging just seven real-life points a game, and that's obviously well down from the 13. So the shooting's just off for Smart at the moment. And he goes through these stretches. Usage is fine. Assists are fine. Steals are marginally down. Rebounds are about the same. It's really just a, a lack of scoring, which comes through from a lack of shooting. So he's, again, averaging 30 fantasy points per game. Uh, he's at 23 over the last week. I think that'll jump up. I feel pretty confident that'll jump up, and I don't think that he is one to panic about here at all. Cole Anthony's a little bit of a worry. Just under 20 fantasy points per game over the last four because they've played him 24 minutes a night. And it's a little worrisome that the playing time is as it is. The last four games, 21-22. And then there was a nice 29-minute game against the Hornets. And then against the Wolves, 24 minutes. So any game there seems to be a blowout, they're reducing his playing time down. That is a bit of a concern. They have four more games this week. And one of them is against the Bucks. Then it's the Hawks. Then it's the Sixers. Then it's the Sixers. If they don't get blown out by a combined total of 100-plus points this week, I'm going to be surprised. I'm a little bit worried about Cole Anthony. Can he be a guy that averages 28 fantasy points? Yeah, he can. But will they play him the 29 minutes he needs to? I'm not so sure. Assist numbers are also well down for him at the moment, averaging just 3.8 over the last eight games. And that's having an impact on his playing time as well. So while I think he's better than this, I'm not sure he's going to get that opportunity to shine here necessarily. Kendrick Nunn. Um, I'm not the biggest Nunn fan in the world. Everyone would be well aware of that. I think he's an okay rotation piece, but not a solid starter. But with Victor Oladipo out, he's been given a, a big role. But it's not translating into great fantasy points. 26 per game over the last month. That's in uh, 31 minutes a night. And it's getting worse as we go along. And in fact, over the last three, he's down to under 18 points per game, despite playing 28 minutes. The shooting is off. He gets absolutely no rebounds or assists. As a point guard, he's averaging 1.7 rebounds and 2.3 assists. Also, has had just one steal in his last three games and never blocked shots. So if his scoring is off and his shooting is off, he's delivering nothing. And that's what's happening at the moment. We don't know if Victor Oladipo is going to return in the regular season. Um, four games left for the Heat. I do not think that you have to classify Kendrick as a must-roster player. Let's look at the Baptist, Johnny Collins, who it's been rough for Collins this year, no doubt, after being a really high finisher last year, 21st in points leagues last season. He's 71st on the year, but over the last month, he's basically just within the top 120, averaging just 26 fantasy points, playing only 27 minutes a night. He gets into foul trouble a lot. They never push him past 30, it seems, when Clint Capella's around. The, um, he's not blocking shots because Clint Capella's around. The rebounds are down because, guess what? Clint Capella's around. He never gets assists. He doesn't get steals. Everything is well, well down from Collins. But I do think that these you know, 25 is averaging over the last week. He's probably a little bit under. He can be better than that. He can be a 30-plus point guy. Um, well, he's averaging 32 this season. So he can be that 30-plus point guy. So I, I just do think what we're currently seeing from him is probably just a little bit under what we can get from John Collins. DeJounte Murray also in a real slump. Over his last four games, he's averaging under 26 fantasy points. This dude's averaging 35 for the season. So that is a horrendous slump. Why is that? Well, he doesn't get steals anymore, apparently. Just two steals in his last four games, and he averages 1.5 per game this season. That is a big, big dip. Also, he averages seven rebounds a game, and that's under five a game. It's at four and a half. Like, there's there's your, your difference, right? You lose, lost one steal per game, and now you've lost, what, two and a half rebounds per game. Yeah, that's six fantasy points right there. And then you've lost a little bit of scoring. He's playing fewer minutes. Now, the Spurs do have five games this week. I'd be absolutely stunned 
If he plays all five of those games, I'd say four is probably most likely here for DeJounte. But um, he can be better on a per-game basis as well as we move forward. Guys, that'll do it for me today. Don't forget to follow along, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the new Odyssey app. Leave your thumbs up, hit the notification bell, drop your comments down below on YouTube as well, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.